Holy Gospel is written in the 10th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, beginning at the 11th verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf come, coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine even as the Father knoweth me. And I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Last week, I went to visit my solicitor in Carshorton, and we went into his office, and he opened the strong room door and brought out my will, because I wanted to make one or two small alterations. I'm not feeling ill or anything, but it's just to update it. And he was talking about how important it is to get any will or legacy as correct as you can. And he also threw in this slogan, do your giving while you're living, then you're knowing where it's going. Which I thought was a very sensible advice. Anyway, the will was updated and it's now back in the strong room. But this set me thinking about what legacy did Jesus leave to his disciples? There was a very interesting little commentary on that, which I read the other day. It said, when Jesus came to the end of his life, he had no thing to leave except the clothes that he was wearing. That was all the possession he had. And you'll remember that when he was crucified, the soldiers diced in order to possess his clothing. Although Jesus had no legacy in the way of possessions to leave, he had a wonderful legacy in his will the night before his death. He left it to his disciples at that time, and it's also ours to claim as his disciples today. For there in the upper room, Jesus said, Peace is what I leave you. That's his legacy. And he went on to say, it is my own peace that I give you. I do not give as the world does. Do not be worried or upset. Do not be afraid. But notice that Jesus calls it my own peace, not somebody else's. It's got a distinctive quality of his own personality and character. And he also makes it plain that it's a different sort of peace to how the world understands it. 
The world's understanding of peace very often depends on favorable circumstances, the absence of noise and confusion, the absence of strife and tension, the absence of war, the absence of something. It's also to do with happiness and prosperity and success. But when Jesus spoke these words, his circumstances were certainly not happy or successful. He was just about to go forth to his crucifixion, and yet he talked about my peace. And so this peace which Jesus offers to us does not depend on the events of life. It does not depend upon success. It does not depend upon prosperity. But it is a legacy which he leaves, and it's a most precious legacy to all those who trust in him. He offers us the triangle of peace. Peace with God, peace with one another, and peace within. Peace with God. The Easter narrative tells us all about how this was accomplished. Good Friday and the cross and that great sacrifice. And then Easter morning and resurrection and a new thrill and adventure about to begin. And you recall when Jesus returned to that upper room where his disciples were still unsure of what had happened. He enters the room and he says, peace be with you. Here he is delivering his legacy that he had promised. He's alive. He will send them a helper. And that great reconciliation with God results in peace with God, the foundation of this great legacy. But it doesn't stop there. Peace with God, the foundation. Peace with other people. Recall in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus didn't say, blessed are the peace lovers, because we all love peace. No, he said, blessed are the peacemakers, those who go out of their way to bring harmony where there is discord. And it's a message the world desperately needs today. I love those words, St. Francis, you know, make me a channel of your peace. I think we need peacemakers in our home life. Sometimes there's dispute between husband and wife or parents and children or with our neighbors. And sadly, even in some Christian fellowships. But where there's a real effort, where it stems from God's love, we all have opportunities to be peacemakers. And when we're living at peace with God and in harmony with our neighbors, that surely brings true peace in our lives. The legacy of Jesus, peace with God, peace with one another, and finally, and very importantly, peace within. 
Sometimes when we see each other on a weekly basis or daily basis, all seems all right on the surface, but sometimes there's real turmoil going on inside our hearts. Maybe it's despondency. Things are getting on top of us. Or discouragement. The frustration that we're not making the progress we wanted. Sadly, it can sink into real deep depression. And it seems there's no cure or exit. And it could be despair. There are so many things that can really um, cripple us in our daily life, all to do with what's going on in our hearts. But Jesus, in his great legacy, points the way to peace within. If we're prepared to turn to him, the good shepherd, he understands us. He knows us by name. And as the prayer book says, when we approach him, all desires are known, no secrets are hid. He's a good shepherd who loves us and wants the best for us. I like the way St. Paul expresses it in his letter to the Philippians, because he links worry and anxiety with prayer, and then prayer with peace. He writes it like this. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So in this Easter season, let's thank God afresh for the message of the resurrection. Let's thank him for the good shepherd in Jesus Christ, who's made it possible for us to be given the legacy of peace with God, peace with each other, and peace within. And let's not keep that legacy in the strong room, but let's claim it and rejoice. Amen.